Welcome to the Movie Lab, this is Michael. And I'm Damien. And we're back for another instalment of our new podcast. And Well, uh, old podcast, but under a new format. Yeah, we're um, just talking we're about... We're redoing the formula, you know, yeah. shaking things up again. Yeah, that's right. Um, so we're going to follow along the same sort of lines as we did last time. Uh, just, just, just general chat about movies and other things involved in the pop culture world. I would say. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. Okay, all right. Well, uh, Damien, today I actually come to you to 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 this recording right after seeing a film. Today I saw the house that Jack built, which is a Lars von, the latest Lars von Trier film. Uh, we spoke about it on our last podcast. You, did. you said it was um, on your watch list for the year. And yeah. You've already already um, ticking that one off. Yeah, yeah. I've got to plow through a bit more of that later. But yeah, uh, okay. So I, I can't remember what I said last week. But yeah, Lars von Trier, if you don't know, is a very, very controversial filmmaker. He's been around for a long time and he makes a lot of films that have uh, split opinion and created a lot of anger and uh and and controversy and and upset a lot of people um but uh, some people think he's a genius some people think he's a hack uh but one thing that's pretty common most of the time with with nearly all of his films is that uh th- there's always a lot of talk they always create a lot of buzz and you know i mean this one i'd say is no different it got booed at the cannes film festival which is not really uh that's let that be no deterrent for you because that everything gets built booed at the cannes film festival i said like last week it's probably anything helps build hype that's right yeah so uh yeah the the house of jack built geez you know if you had asked me what i thought of it about 45 minutes ago i would have told you that i loved it but I've just had a little bit of time to mull over it, and I I would say that it was good. I mean, look, it's one of those films that's a little bit difficult to to sort of rate in terms of how much did I like it. I couldn't give you a score out of ten or anything because it it is a, a bit of a different film, and you just sort of uh, as an art house film is you just, you just kind of experience and you're not necessarily meant to like it. Yeah, that's in a, right. In a sense. Yeah, although I did find a lot of it quite entertaining, particularly the first half. It was one of those films where I was, I was really into it. Like I was just um I had a little bottle of water next to me when I was watching <laughs> the film and I totally forgot about it. Like I just like I, my eyes were just glued to the screen the whole time. So I was really really enthralled by the whole thing. So I, I in in that sense I, I would say I I quite enjoyed it and yeah, it really captured my attention. It's got a lot of really, really full-on grotesque, violent, grotesquely violent scenes. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and uh, it's the sort of I'm I'm totally okay with that sort of thing. But there are a lot of people that aren't, and I could I'd say that people who are a bit deterred by or even a little bit squeamish, I would say just 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 keep away from this one. But but yeah, so it had a lot of that stuff. There was one sequence in particular involving a family. Um. That was, I'd say, up there with one of the more, uh, probably one of the more violent and disturbing sequences that I've seen in a film. I would say and I, I'm just fresh off having seen this film, but uh, I would say that I'd, it, it'd be right up there. Like, so, so uncomfortable to watch. Uh, yeah, uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was quite disturbing, and uh, you know, Lars von Trier is really known for that and you know and I, I like Lars von Trier I, I do I haven't seen that many of his films I saw Nymphomaniac the the two did you ever get around to seeing those um, I don't know if I saw that I saw the 
I saw I saw Antichrist because yeah. there was those three films part of the Depression trilogy. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, I do know about. I that, think I yeah. only saw Antichrist, which was a pretty had some pretty messed up moments in there. I think there's one part everyone remembers, which I won't go into. Yeah, now I think is there an unrated version of that film and a rated version? Because the version I saw of that part, I know we're talking about the same thing here. Uh, I I actually didn't find it to be that. Shocking. I, I assume that there's an unrated version maybe. that I haven't seen, or maybe I'm just a bit sick in the head. Maybe. There's, 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 can't rule then, yeah, maybe out. if you did, you know it was coming. Then maybe I did. Then it might have softened the blow. It probably did. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. And then the what was the other? Was Melancholia part of yes. that? Okay, all right. I, I Honestly, Melancholia, I could not get through. Have you seen that one? Uh, no. Oh, I, I struggled to get through that film. That was um, very heavy on dialogue, and I maybe you just need to be in the right sort of mood for it, and I, I didn't know that going in, so I never finished it. And How I don't did you feel about it. Um, the Nymphomaniac films? Oh, um, it's funny, like... After having just when I when I just finished watching them and I watched them back to back, I actually loved them and I, I I thought wow that was that was quite an experience that that's probably the best film that I've seen all year. I went back and watched it again or attempted to watch it again about a year or so later and I just couldn't get through it. I found it to be everything that people criticise Von Trier about, the, like the saying that he's an immature filmmaker and that he has a lot of really. Um, uh, I was going to say word, but it's a, a swear word. Um, just, just very. Uh, uh, I, I'd say dialogue that is trying to show off in a in a in a, in a way. If I'm making any, I sense. think I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Just um, I was going to use a word. It starts with W, but it's that okay. that, that kind of dialogue. Um, and I. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I actually have trouble going back to that. But look, I, overall, I, I'd say that Nymphomaniac is something that I'd recommend it to people. I think people should at least give it a go. Like, if that's your first Von Trier film, that, that are, that's not a bad one. That's, that's not a bad place to start. But this one, The House That Jack Built, um, it's about a serial killer over a span of about 12 years. And he throughout the film, he's having a dialogue with an unseen person. Um, and he's explaining... He's breaking his story down into uh, five different kills that he's that he's had, and uh, these are the the most important to him that he feels defines him. And he's speaking to this guy the whole time. And, and as we go through these five different kills, he's discussing, you know, uh, the state of the world, his life, um, the art as well. So you know, it, it there's a lot going on there. And and some of it is really, I mean, I I was thinking about what genre I'd put this in, and I guess it's a mix between art house and horror. There are elements of horror, though it's never trying to be scary, and uh, it's also a dark comedy. There are the, particularly the first half of the film. There are a lot of really funny moments. I was going to say because um, I watched the trailer for this just before we started, just to yeah. get an idea of what you were talking about, and like the trailer is very much. Um, cut like in a dark comedic kind of way. Like, yeah, you know, it has like the funky song in the background kind of thing. But then, like, also a lot of the cuts and everything, it's as very, very clearly meant to be comedic in a sense. Yeah, there's a lot of that. So, you know, not everybody's cup of tea. But I mean, I enjoyed it. I I, I wouldn't see it again. Um, I don't know. Look, I, you know, I think if I look back on 
at the end of the year, when I look back, I'd say this would probably be one of the better films. Right. And then maybe sure. in a year's time, you'll watch it again and you won't be able to get through it. Yeah, maybe I'll have another Nymphomaniac experience. But yeah, so house, the house that Jack built, uh, if you're into Lars von Trier or if you just want to see something a bit different and you don't mind some extreme violence, then yeah, I, I'd say check it out. You might as well give it a go. It's showing at the Lido and the Nova, I don't think it's showing anywhere else, in, certainly in Melbourne. No, it doesn't surprise me. I feel like it'd be... Hard film to get a wide release on. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay, the other film I saw this weekend, Damien, was uh, a bit a bit more well-known, uh, Captain Marvel, the oh, latest well entry known? into the Marvel <laughs> Universe. Have you seen it yet? Uh, no, I have not. Yeah, well, don't go out of your way. It's, okay. uh, I, no, I, I, I'd, I'd give this one a, a thumbs down. Damn, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, it wasn't terrible, but as recent Marvel films go, this was, this was actually quite bland. And uh, the the character is bland. I, I didn't really like Brie Larson very much. I can't think of one fight or action sequence in the film now. Like it, it's it. I, I none, none of them really stick out in my memory. Too is it heavy on honest. action? Oh, or no know, more so than any other. Marvel about film. the regular amount for a Marvel film, you know. But uh, none of it really sticks out in my mind. I I I to be honest, I yeah, I struggled through a lot of it. And it wasn't terrible, but it's uh, certainly, as those standards go, Marvel's got pretty high standard. The standard of Marvel films is fairly high, I would say. This is definitely... Uh, this feel, It felt like one of the first Marvel films from that very first... I, yeah, it is an origin where, story, I guess, in that sense. Well, yeah, it is, but it, it just felt like it didn't quite know what it was. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It doesn't have its own feel or its own tone, the way that Black Panther does or the way that Spider-Man does. And right. you know, I didn't even particularly like Black Panther, but it definitely knew what it was and it had its own feel about it. And yeah. This just had nothing. This was just bland superhero. So um, I'm sure there'll be another one and you know, I'm sure they'll probably... Maybe they'll. Maybe that one will be really good. Like Remember um, the first Captain America? Well, the first... I, yeah. I don't think is that great, but the second one I think is probably one of the better Marvel films. Uh, so maybe I, they'll have that. I like the first Captain America. I, I like the too. second not, one's fantastic. Not, I just don't think the first one's that great. Well, the first two Thors are awful, in yeah. my opinion. But then the third the one's third great. One, yeah, yeah. So you know, it doesn't. I'm not. I'm not writing Captain Marvel. I guess off, that's the thing with um these franchises where they have multiple films. Eventually, they could get it right. Yeah, eventually. So you know, if you were, and yeah, if if you were on the fence about seeing it, I would say, don't bother. Just uh, you know. Watch it on Stan or something if if you must, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bother going to the theaters for it. It's um yeah pretty forgettable unfortunately. I, I honestly I've forgotten most of it already. I feel like in a week I will have totally forgotten that film. Oh there you go. Yeah. Um, wasn't there another film you saw? Yeah okay so this wasn't in cinemas but I saw uh, this was off my watch list that I read out last night. Not the watch list for this year, but just films that I wanted to get around to seeing. I saw a film called Body Double. It's uh, that. Oh, let me have a look here on IMDb. I'm pretty sure that came out. It, it, it was definitely an 80s movie. It felt so 80s. Um, let's have a look here. I have a feeling that it came out uh, in 84. It's a. Um, what's the name of the director for, for Scarface? Oh. Body I double tell you. just. Body double. Um, uh, Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma has oh. been around for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, he's right. done Scarface, Mission Impossible. 
Um, yeah, he's done a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a well-known name. Um, so Body Double is, <laughs> if you go on IMDb, there's a picture of um, Tommy Lee Jones for some reason. It has absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with this film. That's obviously taken from the wrong thing. But um, the it, it's about a guy who's a struggling actor in Hollywood and he gets the opportunity to, um, to house-sit for this you never actually see the person that he's house sitting for, but it's a very luxurious house, like on the Hollywood Hills, and he's got a very nice view. And there's a little telescope there, and through the telescope, he starts spying on one of the neighbours in particular, and he just becomes completely obsessed with this with this woman that lives in a house, however far off that he's spying on. And um, yeah, so it's got a little bit of a rear window kind of uh, inspiration, you could say, and I. Apparently, I haven't seen too many of De Palma's films, but apparently he does get a lot of draw a lot of inspiration from Hitchcock, and uh, and yeah, and it kind of feels like a little bit Hitchcockian in the way it, it, it plays out. It's a it's a thriller that kind of unfolds, and the the reason that I actually added it to my list was that I was reading a book, um, American Psycho. Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah, and he, the guy uh, Patrick Bateman in that in that book keeps referring to scenes from Body Double that he loves. Really? Yeah, like he loves Body Double. And I thought, okay, this is going to be really full-on and dark and nasty. It actually wasn't. It was very raunchy. There was a lot of nudity. And the whole thing, like um, like sexual desire was a big theme of the film. So in that sense, um, I mean, that's the sort of thing that actually increases a rating more than, than violence, funnily enough. Um, yeah. If there are sex scenes, that generally tends to bump up the rating, but you can have a bit of violence in there for whatever reason. But yeah, uh, it, it, it's not. But I wouldn't say it's full on in that sense. And and in terms of violence, there's one extremely violent scene it, that almost feels out of place compared to the rest of the film. So yeah, uh, I, I you know it, it was fine. I, I'd say it kind of breaks down a little bit in the third act. I, I really I really sort of lost interest to be honest. But um, but yeah, I, it, it was okay. I'd give it like a pass. Okay. Yeah. No body double. Body double. By- yes. Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma, who actually, he's another director that's been quite controversial over the journey. He's been accused really? of... Yeah, yeah, he's been accused of being a, a misogynist. And I mean, look, nowadays, you know, you can do anything and be accused of being a misogynist. But but, um, but back in the, back in the 80s, you really had to earn that, <laughs> that, that lofty title. So, yeah, uh, I, look, I, I don't think this film's misogynistic at all, but apparently this was the one that, that really got him... Into, landed yeah. him in hot water in, in that sense so yeah I don't know we'll, I don't know what you'd make of that but yeah uh, don't let it put you off it's okay it, I, I found it on I was just talking to you before about how many movies are on YouTube now like they're pay, you have to pay for them like you yeah. rent them but uh, I, I found that most films that I want to see at, uh, if they're not on Netflix and stand they're usually on I don't have Apple TV but they're, they're usually on um, on YouTube and I think it's about four dollars to rent might depend on the film yeah if it's a newer film it can usually be up to about twenty dollars but mm. even then that's not terrible just for if well, it's not twenty dollars to buy though not to rent. oh yeah but like yeah. if it's not on anything else then yeah that's pretty good and I don't I wonder why that is why there's so many just seemingly random films on YouTube. Because you get, like, you know, you'll have the latest big ones and you'll just have, like, all these random ones out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how the licensing works for all of that. I guess they just cut deals with... with. Uh, they probably get a lot of... Um, from, like, studios that have a bunch of huge backlog that no one else really wants and they probably yeah. take it all. Like, hey, Universal, how much do we have to pay for your... You know, 
Yeah. Or maybe they're part of a package deal. Maybe yeah, like, something like that. You know, oh, okay, you want Godzilla, hey? Well, you're going to have to have all, all of the other... You're going to have to take body double yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. So maybe there's a bit of that involved. Um, okay, so we have to talk about this. In the world of movies, the the big news this this last week or so that broke since we last recorded was the for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, they have finally released an image of what Sonic <laughs> will look like in the film. I thought it was a bit of an odd way to actually introduce it. I, I would have thought a bit of footage from the trailer or something like that, but I think this is a leak, actually. So, it feels like a leak. Yeah, there's I'm like design sure. documents and stuff. Well, I don't know the whole story. I assume it's a leak because it's just a picture of... Now, okay, I want to get your take first. Well, what You've seen it, I assume? Yes. Yeah, okay, so what do you think of Sonic's look in the film? It just looks off. Like, I get that you don't want to do like a one-to-one thing from the games, but there's something about it that's just like, it just seems like such a strange choice. Like, it looks like, I don't know, it's like kind of like a crappy off-brand almost to me. Like, he has white hands when Sonic has white gloves. Like, they just took the ca- the color and just put it on there and didn't consider what it was. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's a really like weird thing. Like, I've got to look it up now. What? Yeah, look. I mean, yeah, look. I, I'll be honest. He he looks like crap. I yeah. think that's that's. But what did you? I don't know what anybody expected. He didn't really. I mean, if you look at Sonic the Hedgehog, the um, just the the video game character, it, it's difficult for me to like. I I couldn't tell you what that would translate to in a live action movie. True. I I saw some people do like fan edits where they try to make it look more like the, um, like the game, but it still looks kind of. Because it's going to be live action, which I think is just kind of strange. Like, I don't think it really needs to be. Um, but at the same time, think about, like, um, Detective Pikachu and how all the Pokemon look in that. And uh, how I think they pretty successfully translate how the games look onto a big screen in a kind of more realistic kind of approach. Yeah. Look at this, because I just found, obviously this is an audio show, so you won't be able to see it, but see how someone's edited the eyes to make them a bit more solid yeah. from the game? That looks better than what they came up with. And yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like, this is like little things where it's like, you could probably take a bit more from the games. Yeah. Look, I don't particularly care about this film. Um, I'm not a Sonic the Hedgehog fan. I, you are more than me, aren't you? And not even that. Okay. Like, like, All right. So, this is just a money-making film. So, I mean, what do I care what Sonic the Hedgehog looks like? I'll probably see it just out of interest. I mean, unless yeah. it gets really bad reviews, I'll probably, I'll probably see it. Sonic is such a weird franchise for me. I'm not even sure how they still have fans. <laughs> oh, like, okay. just, no, just because, like, thinking about like the first few Sonic games, that sc- side-scrolling kind of thing, like yeah. Sonic, Sonic Two, Sonic Three, and Knuckles. And then, like, you think about like, so that's like there's a whole generation of Sonic games like that. Then you get to, like the 2000 years, like Sonic Adventure, and they do the more 3D kind of thing. And then there's like even the more later ones where it's just, like, straight running, like, you're going fast yeah. kind of thing, like, on rails almost. And it's, like, the it just changes so much, and the franchise goes through all these weird redesigns and everything all the time. It's, like, weird that there's still, like, a, as big a fan base as there is. Yeah, I guess. and Because there's a whole new generation of 3D Sonic fans. Is that what they're called? The, the, the yeah. fans from the, what, Sonic Adventure games and things well, like, like e- that. Well, because even now past that, because there's more recent games, like... um. 
Sonic Forces or whatever. And like, Ugh, those yeah. are like completely different to like the adventure game series. It is odd that it survived this long. Yeah, there hasn't been a good game in a long time, has there? I mean, look, okay, like Sonic Mania or right, yeah. and the Advance. Like, who played those? <laughs> but uh, you did, didn't you? I played. Uh, <laughs> I, I, did th- I think I played Advance. I played Mania. Mania is good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've heard that, but that, isn't that because it appeals to the nostalgic? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. To, of the first ones, so yeah, it, it it is kind of funny actually when you put it that way. Like, what? Why is um? Like, why, why is that endured? He keeps reinventing. Well, I say he keeps. Like, they keep reinventing Sonic, but then no one ever really seems to like them that much. When you especially compare it to something like Mario, which gets reinvented, you know, every few years, and it's always pretty great. Like everyone always loves new Mario games, like. Mario Odyssey, everyone's like, that was great. Yeah, well, Nintendo always reinvent, but they, I mean, obviously they do it in a good way. Because they have that kind of philosophy where it's like, you know, we're not going to make a new game in a series unless we can add some kind of new mechanical spin to it. Because otherwise you could just play the old game. You could. And that's, you know, that's a good approach, but it also is kind of annoying if you just want more of that old game. Fairly sure there's going to be a Super Mario Brothers movie as well. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh... You could fact check that. Oh, I can't be bothered. I mean, would it ever be better than the original? Have one? you seen the original? I've seen parts. Parts of it. Uh, I've seen that movie a, a few times. The old um, uh, who's in it? Oh. John Leguizamo yes. and Bob Hoskins. That's right. Yeah, and and um, uh, oh, Dennis Hopper. I was going to yeah. call him Brad Cooper. No, Dennis <laughs> Hopper. There's an ooh sound in both of those. Yeah. Or oh, no, oh. Is that the is that the um, best video game movie? No, the best <laughs> mo- video game movie is probably the Mortal Kombat movie. The first the, one, the f- oh, yeah, of course, the first yeah. one. Now people might be like, "What? That's a ba- that's a crap movie." But uh, uh, name a better one. Yeah. I, I think the only one I can think of that I haven't seen it actually, but apparently the Warcraft movie isn't too bad. I've heard um, it's like a solid okay. Yeah, okay, but but Which that's it's that's way better than most. <laughs> that's way uh, yeah. I, I I still but even that. I mean, okay, maybe that's technically a better film. But Mortal Kombat when it came out was a big deal. Like every kid saw that movie, yeah. and it, everyone went nuts, and everyone loved the song. And that, it was just that like, song's probably the best thing from it. Yeah, and and when we were kids, um, we loved it. You know, I mean, you wouldn't. You, you probably would. No, I was no, not around. You were that generation, but like, yeah, people loved it. People went nuts for that film. You know, it's only now we look back on it in hindsight. And go, okay, it was actually pretty bad. But even then, we you still go. It's not as bad as the second one. <laughs> oh no, it's not as bad as the second one. Uh, I, you know, I have to admit, I saw those films not that long ago. I revisited them. Uh, I think it was within the last twelve to eighteen months. And holy moly, Damien, the fight scenes in those movies are not as good as I remembered them being <laughs> when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, they're pretty They're pretty awful. I think the first one's still... Look, it's a bad movie, and I wouldn't... If, if you're trying it out for the first time, um, you know... You, don't expect much. <laughs> yeah, don't expect anything. No, I wouldn't really recommend it to anybody. But for what it was in the time that it came out, I think it was... I think it was pretty good. No. I don't think you could say that about War. I think Warhammer just came and went. I mean, I'm talking about a film I haven't seen, so, you know, yeah. take well, from that what you would. I mean, there's more recent video game films, I'd say, just came and went. Do you know there was a Tomb Raider film a few years ago? Yeah, that, yeah, that bombed, that, didn't it? That just came and went. Like, I forgot it came out. And oh, Assassin's Creed? Oh, I saw that. That was like... You saw it? Yeah, that was... I saw it in cinemas. It was like... Gosh. 
bad, but I appreciated what it tried to do. But I don't think it's not very good. That's the best review I've heard of that film. <laughs> I appreciate that it tried. And then there was also a Hitman film, also just came and went. The Timothy Oliphant one, or the there was another one. There was there a recent that? one, like the the first one was the Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, this one was like last. Which it might have been 2016. Yeah, I'll look it up. Yeah, look, I, I had a friend of mine. A friend of mine was getting excited for the Assassin's Creed movie, not because he was a fan of the game series, but because he liked Michael Fassbender. And um, and I said yeah, rather was... smugly, I was like, Nate, that movie's going to be bad." He's like, <laughs> "It might be good." Like, no, no, it's a video game movie. It's 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 a law of nature that it has to be bad. <laughs> you cannot make a good video game movie, and that's why getting all the way back to this, this Sonic movie is just not going to work. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying anything very insightful there. We all know it's not going to work. We all know they're just going for a bit of money. I can't think of a more hated film, though. Like, recently, like, all they showed was the poster <laughs> yeah, people for Sonic, like... the outline of him, and everyone's like, why has he got muscles for? Why are his legs so long? It doesn't make any sense. He looks like an athlete. Like, Jesus. <laughs> you, you, I mean, at that point, he was, you were never going to win. I, mean, so. I don't think you can ever win over Sonic fans. No, no. Um, I mean, they've been around this long. They have a very particular taste, and yeah. you're never going to meet it. No. Unless you make Sonic Mania. But even then, that's yeah. still a very specific audience of it Sonic is. fans. Yeah, it's a weird place, Sonic fandom. Um, oh, I don't even... That's a... Oh, man. That's a real um, rabbit hole going yeah. down the Sonic fans. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, um, moving on. The okay, there was a documentary you wanted to speak about, Free Solo. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it, but um, Free Solo. It's um one of those films. Well, it's a documentary about someone who's free solos, which means they climb, they rock climb without any ropes. Yep. And um, you know, I saw like this making of kind of thing on YouTube, and just like it's just really like interesting, and cool because like they're climbing with him, yep. and of course like they, but they have to figure out because like if you're doing something in front of someone you know, you don't necessarily act the same. Yeah. And so just like how, like, well, for this part, you know, we have to film it in a different way. We can't be near to them, so we have to set up remote cameras, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, like, like this is the most difficult part of the climb, so we've set up cameras here, here, and here. So he's, like, doing it alone, so he doesn't, like, feel too much pressure because, like, you know, everyone on the crew are also rock climbers. Yeah. So they all know each other, and they're friends with him. Okay. Yeah. So it just looks like a cool film. It won Best Documentary at the Oscars. Um, but that's oh. the thing, how we were talking about YouTube. Like, it's hard to find somewhere to watch it now, except for YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube is usually... Uh, yeah. underrated platform. It is. As so, you were saying, that I was yeah. trying to very quietly unwrap my... Unpackage my dry roasted almonds and sultanas packet. Ooh, yeah. tasty. <laughs> yeah. Do you want one? I'm alright. No, okay, alright, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, look, uh, I don't know anything about it. I should probably watch a trailer, but um, yeah. So, he, he, does he do it with a harness? No, he's um, he's just climbing. He's no. He's just climbing. Like, if he falls, he dies. Gosh, imagine if they got that on film. Yeah, I know, and that's the thing because they're all friends with him. Everyone on the set. Why would anybody want to do that? I don't know. I guess it's just like if you're really good at something, you probably want to go for it. You know. I he also he has massive hands, like clearly very strong, which they need to be. Because like, I was watching like other like interviews with him where he's like, oh, you know, sometimes when you're climbing, and there's nothing really to hold on to, you just have to find like a crack in the wall and put your hand in there and then grip into that. Oh, it's so, just, that's horrific. 
I mean, I'm sure the film's good, but just yeah. that. It's idea. meant to be very tense. Yeah, it sounds tense. Bloody hell. All right. Um, now, Damien, last, last week we were talking about my, um, my watch list. Uh, my films I wanted, I was looking forward to this year. That that means films that are coming out this year that I'm looking forward to. Now I tr- I'm remembering where we got to last time. I think it was Fighting with My Family was the last one we spoke about. So I'm going to pick right. up from there. I'll maybe talk about another ten. I don't know. We'll see how we. How many are on the list? Thirty six. Okay. Okay. So we'll try and get through. <laughs> I've seen two of them now. I saw the house that Jack built and Captain Marvel. I think I talked about the house that Jack built last week, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So some of these films I don't know much about, so I don't have much to say. But if you know more than about about them, then you know, go for it. Okay. Uh, okay. A film called Destroyer, which has Nicole Kidman. Never yeah. heard of it. Yeah, I've, I only know a little bit about it. I really like Nicole, Nicole Kidman, and she's often in really good films, actually. So this sort of makes people interested. Uh, I don't know too much about it, other than they've, they've, they've done the ugly job on her and given her really awful makeup to make <laughs> her look, uh, yeah, quite terrible. But, um, yeah, it's about uh, a police detective that reconnects with... Um, People from a, an underground assignment in a you know past. So that, that's about all I know about it. Um, so Destroyer. I haven't even seen a trailer. I should probably check it out. So that's uh, that that looked okay to me. I saw a poster of it actually at the Lido on my way into the house with Jack built. And um, yeah, I uh, Nicole Kidman to me has been. I mean, she's never been one of my favourites or anything like that. But uh, yeah, she just picks good films, and um, you know, she was she even picks good comic book film she was in um aquaman have you seen aquaman no i have i didn't even know she was in it no she's in it yeah she's um pretty good in that so yeah that that's one on my list uh us the new uh jordan peele oh, yeah. film yeah that, saw the trailer for that that looked very creepy yeah it did look really creepy and yeah. i you know get out i think was I like to get out i thought it was a good film but holy moly was that overrated it got nominated for an oscar I haven't seen it. I can't speak if it's oh, it was. Boy, howdy. That was I really should watch boy, that. Boy, howdy. Jesus. <laughs> I should watch that because I do like... I like Jordan Peele and Key and Peele. So. Yeah. Uh, Get Out. Def- very watchable movie. Uh, yeah. I'd definitely go and see it. Very, very good horror film. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm sure Us will be really good as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah... Bloody hell. Yeah, the, the the trailer for us is very creepy. Mm. So uh, I, I'd give that a watch. And yeah, I think it sounds like... You might see this as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah, cool. All right. Another horror film, Pet Cemetery. Uh, based off the Stephen King book. Yeah, so you're a fan of Stephen King? Um, I mean, I've only ever seen films based off his work. I haven't read any of his books. Sure. But yeah, I've, I enjoy most of the, them, I think, I'd say. I, um, Although I, some of the films are not very good, to be fair. I, I read It. That was my first Stephen King novel and that was only like a, a year ago i think yeah. i read that last year this time last year i was probably reading it i think you're reading it just before the film came out yeah i really enjoyed the film uh sorry the book the the film i thought was all right i think i saw it right after having read the book which is not always the best time to see yeah. the film adaptation so i might see it again because there's a, a sequel coming out that's right and uh so i 
Yeah, and actually, right now I'm audio booking The Shining very, very slowly, just while I commute. I'm audio booking The Shining, and I'm about halfway through that, and it's going okay so far. I've seen the film for that too; that's really good. So I like Stephen King, um, and uh, and yeah, Pet Cemetery. I haven't read the book, but the, the, have you seen the trailer for it? The, the no, most I recent. I didn't very. Know. Now you know it's actually a good. It's a good trailer in as much as it. it you know, it, it's fun to watch, but it does give away a lot. Does it? So maybe yeah. skip that one. I would skip the trailer. Actually, okay. having said that, yeah. when's that? That's coming out this year. Yeah, April fourth. Oh, it's not too long away. Not too long away at all. No. Um, the next on my list, Shazam, also coming out April fourth. April fourth, uh, big year. I mean, yeah, big day. Now, I, look, I'm really, I'm really rooting for this uh, DC universe. Yeah, you really you want it to be. I do. I want it to be good because I liked Man of Steel. I liked Batman Superman, despite all the, how much criticism that film you got. Yet. A lot of criticism. A lot. And look, and I know it's a mess. I'm I'm sick and tired of talking about it. But yeah, <laughs> it's I your liked, mess. <laughs> yeah, it's my mess. I liked it. Um, I, Suicide Squad was awful. Oh, uh, really yeah. Every time I think about that film, I just go, oh yeah. Uh, I liked Wonder Woman. Very solid. Um, Justice League was. Pretty bad, and um, and Aquaman, Aquaman, very good. Maybe maybe the best of the lot, to be honest. So you know, I think I, I think they're they're writing. Uh, they lost their way a bit, and they had to recorrect. Yeah. And I, I think um, I think I, I'm looking forward to Shazam. It looked yeah. fun to me. It looks like the more lighthearted one. They've definitely them. gone with a much more lighthearted tone, just in general, since BVS. Really, yeah. Although I don't think the dark kind of themes to it is necessarily bad. I just don't know if they were done very well. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, yeah. Because yeah. I think it's fine to have, you know, dark superhero films, like, but you do have to be, they're a lot harder to pull off, I think, and be effective. Well, particularly when you're dealing with, like, Batman, you can't have a light-hearted Batman, can no, you? No, you can't. Oh, well, look. Um, Unless you it's know, the 60s. Well, yeah. Um, you can have uh, uh, less, I mean, because even, I'm thinking of the, did you ever watch the Batman animated series? I watched a fair bit of it. That was, I would say, it, it definitely wasn't light-hearted, but it was also kid-friendly. And yeah. um, I guess that, that struck a nice little balance. That's actually a brilliant show. It is a very good show. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen, I, I've seen I've seen most of it, to be honest. I, I, went I rewatched a, a bit of it. Uh, a few years ago, I'd still say it holds up pretty well. Yeah, um, the Nostalgia Critic actually did a really good top eleven um, Batman animated series yeah. um, episodes, and that, that's worth watching. And just watching those episodes are, are great. He really nailed that list. Actually, um, some of the some of the episodes are fantastic. So yeah, uh, if you track that down. Anyway, so Shazam, I'm looking forward to it. It's not mm-hmm. that far away. Uh, Missing Link. Have you heard of this? No. It's uh, it kind of looks like a Nick a Nick Park movie at at first glance, but it's not. It's an animated film. Um, I saw the trailer. It's about some uh, weird, abominable snowman type monster that um, has to find his kind, and it's uh, it's got Hugh Jackman's doing one of the voices. It looked funny, like it looked mm. like a fun movie just by based on the trailer. I don't know if I'll see that in cinemas, <laughs> but um, yeah, it looks alright. Do you, know, you don't know anything about it? No, I just looked it up. Then the poster—it's <laughs> not what I was expecting. Yeah, it looks kind of stupid on the poster, but it—it yeah. it, it, like the trailer was fun. Like Pretty I good ca- cast for it too. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I'll give that a go. Um, I'll read out a few more. Uh, Hellboy. Hellboy. Have you seen the original Hellboys? Uh, I saw the first one. I yeah. didn't see the second one. The Golden Army. 
Did you like it? Yeah, I think so. It was um, oh, who directed those? Those were oh, Guillermo del Toro, weren't they? Yeah, Guillermo del Toro, and I think Ron Perlman played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People loved Ron Perlman as uh, Hot Boy. Now we've got David Harbour, who's from. Oh, he's been in a few things recently, but uh, probably most well known from um, Stranger Things. I would say. It's also got uh, Mila Jovovich, who I really like, and Ian McShane. Ooh, I like him too. This has got a good cast. Uh, I've seen the. Have you seen the trailer for Hellboy? No, I have not. Pretty good trailer. I mean, look, I don't know much about the the comic book, but um, yeah, I mean, it looks like it'll be fun. So I'll give it a go. Give it a go. Fair yeah. enough. All right, I'll read out two more. Alrighty, what do you got? All right, uh, Avengers Endgame. I mean, there. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> what, what, what's that. that one about? <laughs> yeah, the, I don't know. That that could. Do you think that could break box office records? Has it got the potential to do that? I feel like it should. Yeah. But then again, I'm not super excited for it. But I'm also haven't been super excited for Marvel films in a while. No, another revival. So maybe it will. Maybe it won't. I, but I feel like everyone else outside of like my bubble really is always excited for them. Yeah, I feel that way too. But then oh. I feel like maybe all that hype kind of got taken by Infinity War. And so you just like can't top that. Well, but it'd be also, hard to top that. Yeah, because yeah. like there was so much hype going to that and like people still talking about that film now. Yeah. Like it's the greatest film ever kind of thing. Infinity War was awesome. It was. I love that, that film. That was, you know, how many years in the making was that? Oh, the build up for that? Many. Many. Um, probably, yeah, many years. Uh, this one is also directed by the Russo brothers, which is great. I think they're the best directors that have been on the um, Marvel in the Marvel universe. I, I think. I mean, they did all the they did all the best ones, really. Yeah, yeah, they have. Well, they did Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier as well. Um, yeah. I don't know what other ones have done. They did but... Captain America three. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. There they did go. a lot of good ones. Yeah, that they. they um, well, that's the three. I don't think they've done any other ones. No. Well, there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they've done. You know. Three of the best. Yeah. So is Josh, um, what's his name? Josh Whedon. Is that his name? Josh Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. Is jo- he still Josh Whedon? Josh yeah. Whedon. That's it. Is he still involved in the Marvel films at all? No. Uh, he left and went to DC, and he kind of co-directed Justice. League I remember that because Zack Snyder obviously had to drop out. It. Yeah. Yeah. So he hasn't been involved with them again since. I don't believe so. Because he did. He was like. Really involved heavily early on. He did the first Avengers, which was great. Yeah. Did the second Avengers, which was... That was pre- okay. I uh, like that. It was pretty forgettable for me. Hmm. Um, but then, yeah, I don't know if he's... I guess he hasn't done much else. Uh, he's doing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. Okay. Um, and upcoming pro... Uh, I'm looking at upcoming projects, and he's doing some Buffy the Vampire Slayer thing. No, it makes sense. So, I don't know. He's kind of out. There was a whole bunch of controversy about him, wasn't there? I can't... There's something. It was a few years something ago. Something with his wife. I don't know. I don't care. Um, okay. So, another one on the list. The last one I'll read out today. Uh, Brightburn. Do you know about that? Oh, the name rings about what is... It's a, it's a horror movie, um, which is about... It's directed by James Gunn, and it's basically an anti Oh, that's right. Yeah, I told you about this one, didn't I? No. I remember the trailer came out. I remember showing you and our cousin. But yeah, I remember I remember the trailer for it. Okay, maybe you did tell me about it. It was a little while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that looked cool. 
it does look cool. There's a new trailer for it as well, which was really good. I think I, I won't watch any more trailers, but yeah, it uh, it looks cool. You know, it's a really cool idea. I don't know how they've managed to get away with doing it. Is it? I mean, it's obviously not a DC film. No, I mean, how do you get the rights to? It's just an original film. Yeah, it's yeah, really it just, cool. And you know, it can. I'm sure, of like, if DC was like, oh, it's a bit too much super like Superman, they can just be like, well, you know. It's somewhat, you know, like it's parody, satire, satire kind of thing. Yeah. And they could probably make a pretty strong case for that. Oh, okay. All right. Especially because I think something like Superman, it has so much, like, cultural osmosis that, like, it's pretty easy to get away with getting close to it or, like, making a new spin on its idea without having to worry too much about the rights. Yeah. Right, I should correct as well. Um, James Gunn's not directing it; he's a producer. So it's actually being directed by David uh, Yarovsky, who I think did some work on Guardians of the Galaxy. So no, there, you, there go. you go. All right, cool. All right, well, look, that's uh, that's it for my list for now. God, how many more titles I got on this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. So seventeen <laughs> more titles to get through. All right, so we won't do that all today. Um, okay. Well, I wanted to finish off by speaking, talking a little bit about video games. Um, have you seen the? Have you been keeping up to date with all the Mortal Kombat Eleven stuff? Uh, vaguely. Has there been something new recently? Um, well, I mean, they keep there, there was a story trailer. Yeah. Which I'm not. I don't know. The story in Mortal Kombat X wasn't too good. I was actually surprised by how praised that story was. A lot of people loved the yeah. the, the, the idea of I feel the... like they were put in a weird spot after um, 9 came out. Because 9 like, rebooted everything. But then by the end of the game, like most of the cast was dead. <laughs> well, it, 9 rebooted the first three. Yeah. So I just assumed that X... Or I didn't know at the time that it was going to be called X. But I assumed that the next one would basically be Mortal Kombat 4. Or maybe it would be 4... Deadly Alliance and Deception or something like that. Right. But they decided to go in a completely different direction. I mean, they had they had Shinnok, who's the main uh, villain in 4. So they used him, but yeah, they went and did a um, completely different thing. I don't remember that story at all, to be honest. But uh, yeah, um, it, the, the, the trailer was actually quite good. I liked it, and it showed off some of the new characters. There was a supposed leak of who all of the new characters are going to be. Um uh, I don't know how real it was, but um, yeah, they they showed off a couple of characters and yeah. But I, I, Mortal Kombat though have been on the YouTube page that I've been following. They've been slowly releasing, yeah, revealing characters. So they've revealed recently Johnny Cage, Cassie Cage, and Jackie Brid- Briggs. So um, yeah, and they did Jade as well, and and a few others. So isn't Jade dead? Uh, well, this is the thing about the this one is I got the impression from watching the the story trailer that there's going to be quite a bit of time travel involved. Okay, so I think that's why Shao Kahn now plays a part. Oh well, yeah, if you didn't think the story was convoluted enough before, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but this opens the door slightly for the um. Um, for for oh, what would I say the much disrespected um, character of Mataro, who's one of my favourites, <laughs> who didn't even he was so <laughs> he he was given so little um, screen time or or attention in Mortal Kombat Nine. 
yeah. or Mortal Kombat it's- 2011. He just appears in a couple of cut scenes and gets- dies in the background. Yeah. At least he technically died on screen, so he's got that going. And then they show his body later, like, Taro's yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, so we didn't forget about him, but we don't care about him Wait. either. <laughs> oh, one day, Damien. Maybe. I've got to say, it does look pretty interesting. They're, they've definitely, they're making a lot of changes to it, especially from like where 9 started off. But I, yeah. I think it'll be, it'll either be really good or really bad. Nah, yeah, the graphics are okay. awesome. Yeah. Um, because I did play a bit of X, I wasn't super into it. No, neither was I. Um, I don't know what it was exactly, but I, I couldn't quite get into that yeah. either. I'm uh, hoping this one will be good. I yeah. usually hope that things are good. <laughs> yeah, so do I. No, I, just the art style looks a bit better in this one. The um, the Mortal Kombat X had a very, very dark tone, like a lot of dark lighting, and I, I just wasn't really into it. Whereas most of the Mortal Kombats have been... Well, I don't know if they've been more colourful, but certainly 9 or 2011, however you like to say it, uh, that was a bit more... Well, you know, Mortal Kombat's always been one of those fighting franchises that has been very accessible. It's not really... Like, hardcore fighting game players probably avoid Mortal Kombat because it's it's probably a bit too easy to pick up and play and, and it doesn't have as many complex combos and things like that, but... Mortal Kombat recently started to move in that direction, and I think X was a big leap in that that direction of being more of a, a legitimate fighting game yeah. rather than the. Remember that it used to be high punch, low punch. Yeah, high, everyone was the same basically, and everyone had their own special moves, but they all handled the same. So that they've they've moved away from that. So I guess that's a good thing, but. I don't know. I, I kind of liked my simple Mortal Kombat because I'm not a big fighting game guy yeah. really. Yeah. You'll always have um, Smash Brothers for yeah, that. Yeah, Smash Brothers, yeah, which isn't very, again... Although, yeah. ironically, Melee has probably, had, has probably had more consistent fighting game like presence than most Mortal Kombat games. That's true, but I mean, you know, it's Super Smash Brothers, it's got such a big name and there's so yeah. many big characters and everything like that, so... Yeah, that's a game that's really easy to pick up and play, but it's also quite deep. Um, Mortal Kombat X, I don't know how easy that was to pick up and play. Yeah, I mean, it's a really hard thing to balance. I think um, the last Dragon Ball Z fighting game, I forgot what, what was it called? Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, that was pretty accessible, I'd say, but yeah. it did actually have quite a fair bit amount of depth to it. That was a really good game. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And I remember um, watching um, you know people play it at Evo, like fighting game players who so do it, like that's like their main thing. Like they, they looked like they were having a ton of fun. Everyone in the crowd was loving it. Like whenever... Um, Cell would come out and he does like his big power up. Everyone in the crowd would just yell along with him. <laughs> it was pretty yeah. great. No, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, I love that game. We still play that every now and then. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a very fun game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, Damo. Well, uh, I think that just about does it. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I'm pretty right at the moment. I'd say. Okay, cool. Well, we hope you like this new format because this is pretty much what it's going to be from now on. <laughs> um, we're on. Where can you find us? We've got. We're on Twitter at, Twitter. at Movie Lab Pod. Uh, we're also on Facebook, and we've got. We're on Radio Carom as well. Our last yeah. episode went out on Radio Carom. Um, I guess we should try and work out how to get ourselves on on iTunes by ourselves. But yeah, but yeah. we'll look into that. But for now, you know, Twitter, Facebook, those are the main ones, probably. I think our last episode got about four listens. That's pretty good. Now, actually, one of those was me because I always check to see whether it's uploaded correctly. Okay. So, really three. You know what? To those 
three listeners, thank you. Three's better than none. It's true. Yeah. Well, you know. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.